Hello and welcome to Starseed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Starr. Hey! Hey! <laughs> so this episode we're going to talk about a few different experiences, just sharing yeah. some information that we've, we're getting, some opinions. Stuff um, we are going through ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think we've done enough of educational and um, informational stuff. Let's just share more experiences. Yeah. So we've got a kind of rough idea of what we want to talk about, but people like these podcasts where we just wing it, don't we? Okay. <laughs> We've done that before. We kind of oh, Yeah, that's a bit unfair because it's not winging. We just discussed about what we're going to talk about. Like we're properly 50-50 prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, 50%. Or 20 2080. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you start because your experience is really cool. So the, which, the... The, the triangle heads. Yeah, so I, it was a, it was quite a while ago now, but I had this kind of early morning dream state. I've spoken about all loads of podcasts, but where I was sort of seeing these blue beings that had triangle shaped heads, which is really weird because I feel like the over time I'm starting to see more freaky stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the first dreams I was having, the first context experience I was having, everyone seemed very human. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, we're going to show you different beings. Like the bird being was the first yes. time that I, and I saw my Arcturian, met my Arcturian guide who yes. had a different shaped um, body. So I feel like now it's starting to get really kind of, okay, we're going to show you really different kind of styles of beings and get you used to, because I wouldn't be scared of that. Like yes. a few years ago, I would have been, petrified if i'd seen anything that i've seen now so these beings were uh, bright blue and they had um triangle shaped heads and like tentacles for legs so it was like tentacle arms tentacle legs couldn't really see fingers it was more just like floppy Mm -hmm. they didn't have any sort of bone structure to them and i got the impression that they were more energy Mm -hmm. than physical it wasn't like a physical tentacle. It so what they shown you was it wasn't more it wasn't really a body. It was more like energy structure of them. I suppose so. Yeah, it was a representation of of their energy rather than your physical being walking around. Yeah. Um, but all I all I really got from it was like a feeling of a child, like I was a child playing with them. Like it felt, I suppose, like parenty. These mm-hmm. beings felt parenty to me, and I was just like. Um, just happy, fun child, and and they were. I was getting messages like breaking boundaries, and um, what did I? I wrote down some more stuff. You know, just kind of progression and transformation, and it it wasn't like um, form. It wasn't sentences. Yes. formed it, was so it wasn't just, like a normal communication let's say with information flowing away it was more more like energetical exchange on some level and yeah obviously you couldn't translate it and you would just get a couple of words that could could help your human self to remember it and bring it forward again yeah mm. and things like entering a new chapter um, but this is interesting because look you you say those beings and this experience uh when you had it uh, you got words crossing new chapter, et cetera, et cetera, right? 
And that happened about two months ago, if I remember correctly, because I do remember when you sent me text about it. Mm-hmm. And that was exactly when you took a decision about different um, acting career. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who listen to podcast first time, um, Steve is uh, one of his profession is acting as well. And he was pursuing one direction of acting, but then he had, uh, well, you better explain it. <laughs> I just, I had to realize I had, hadn't done anything, any serious acting, any professional acting in a couple of years until very recently. So I decided to get back into it. And it was, for me, it was a test to see whether I wanted to continue doing that kind of acting that I was that I'd had been doing for, for quite a few years. Yeah, because it was quite complex for you. It wasn't just about acting. It was also direction in the acting, right? It was mm. like... I, f- I was starting to get a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, stress over it. And I felt like I love entertaining people. I love making people laugh. But this was sort of a bit of that, but it was forced i suppose because it's a script and you're playing a character and this character has to be a certain way uh even though it was me playing that character i wanted to be more me on stage or Mm -hmm. i wanted to be more me when i was entertaining people rather than another pretending filtering that through a character um so when i did this play uh it was really intense really stressful a lot of months of preparation um but the payoff for me was was not Oh, I did a good job and it got good reviews and it was really good. It was more like I've realized I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. And that my performing needs to go down a different way. And this, I had this, um, I can tell you the exact date that I had that and whether that was that. (laughs) Okay. It was the day after the play ended. (laughs) <laughs> that was it was the day okay. after it was the 19th of february oh, there you go <laughs> and that is the day after the play ended so there you go <laughs> right so it was all very um in line with what i was thinking and you know since then i've i've been offered more more parts but um and i'm doing another play at the moment but it's it's a musical and it's i've got a tiny part and it's 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 a a different league this other play i was doing was very it was a play so it was it was i was a major part and it was a it had some serious context to it and stuff and um the play ended with me doing a three page monologue half of it was in rhyme so i was rhyming for half of it and it was it was, and that was a very serious scene. Yeah, yeah. This musical, in contrast, is—I mean, I don't know if people know musicals, but it's called Urine Town, and it's a just bonkers musical that is meant to make people laugh, but it's completely different, and it's not paid, so it's there's no pressure. Wow. Okay, okay. On 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 that, because whenever you do paid work, there's an expectation and a pressure, yes. but this is unpaid, so it's sort of like you're doing it for fun. Okay. Anyway. And it's vibrationally totally on your level, obviously, as well. Yeah. Uh, and it's still stressful, but it's not in the same way as stressful. Anyway, but I'm kind of thinking this is fun, but this still isn't quite what I want to do. So I'm it, over the last month, I've been sort of just thinking at the back of my mind what I might like to do next. So all of these thoughts and new boundaries and new chapters and all of this kind of. And now you had another dream as well. 
which is when you were shown a few um, shells of yourself. Yeah. So it's interesting how you get uh, patterns. You know, you don't just go about your life. You do something, you put your mind to it, and then you have a spiritual confirmation of sorts, whether it's fully translatable or not. Mm. How, nevertheless, it's there. Mm. So, so that was cool, and uh, you know, these these beings were awesome. Um, didn't it didn't this might lead us quite nicely onto the next section because I didn't have any kind of like recognition of oh that's a I know who this kind of being was. I didn't even go online to research who they were. I didn't need any kind of validation of needing to know put them and give them a name or oh, yeah. say who put they were. Put them in a box. Yeah, put yeah exactly. Put them in a box, and um, I think that's. I, I was doing, I did do this um, when I was st- first started having dreams because I was like, who are these beings? Are they Pleiadians? Or where am I from? Am I a Pleiadian? Am I a Marturian? And mm-hmm. and that's, you were saying that's, um, before we started, you were saying that's a common thing that starseeds like to do. Well, we want a sense of identity, right? Like it's a human need. We identify ourselves, okay, first of all, am I white or black or which skin color I am, right? Now, which country am I coming from? What's my background? What my parents are like? Mm -hmm. Which schools did I go to? What kind of job do I do now? You know, it's all putting ourselves into identity brackets, which is kind of mm, came to a point where we all protest against it in our own ways and up to our own level of perception, I guess. Mm. So Starseed's thing is quite new. And it's still kind of, lots of people are still trying to make sense of it. You know, it's not like it's fully established. It's not like it's fully acknowledged as your Starseed. It's very much sort of confirmed on some sort of level, but not publicly acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And we have the need to identify ourselves with something. And since some will say, oh, I feel I'm Pleiadian and therefore I have such and such traits, let me upload it on Google it and mm-hmm. the internet and say, if you're Pleiadian, you will have the same similar attributes like I have. Do you understand? Do, yeah. do you hear me? Yeah. Like, it's not like there is a valid information confirming, yes, you're Pleiadian because you have that. That's yeah. like utter bullshit. Yeah. So... When you see someone, you see a being in your dream, many, many starseeds will go straight away to the internet and try to find them. And of course, based on your experience and my now experience, it's kind of, it's like a lesson we learn, which is not very pleasant. But the lesson is we can't confirm what we witness yet. We can't Mm. confirm what we feel yet. It's sort of like we are traveling blindly on our spiritual journey in the human form and it's more learning to trust ourselves. Like in your case, you've seen those triangle um, head-shaped tentacle beings. And you see, you had the level of development where you said, I don't need to go on the internet. Mm-hmm. I know what I witnessed. Obviously, there was not exactly a human communication. But on a spiritual level, it made me feel, um, it reconfirmed where I'm at in my human state now. Mm-hmm. And many listeners, I'm very sure if you have a vision and you'll see a being, you will go on the internet. That's just like what we do, you know. Oh, my God, my finger hurts and I feel sick. Let's go on the internet and see what disease can I possibly have. Yeah. And the same here. Oh, I feel like I'm really very much into gardening and then like books about dragons. I wonder what kind of planet I can be from. Do you understand? Yeah. So when someone sees those beings for the first time, because you're unusual. 
It's not that everyone is getting it that lovely, lovely. It's not that everyone will get first uh, seeing beings that look humanoid and then beings who look strange. You know, like you're prepared. You're very gentle the way you introduce to all of that. Most people will be like, oh my God, what's this? Like, I'm so shit scared. Like, what do I do now? Mm. Do, do you know? Mm. So when they witness something like that, it's... It's only natural to go on the internet and see if anyone else witnessed and, you know, just to know, am I crazy? Is it for real? Is it dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. And like what you said about someone writing up traits of Pleiadian, that's all, all that you see when you go on these websites is, is one person's experience and opinion. And then therefore, just because it's been committed to the internet doesn't mean that everyone else is going through the same thing well some are more crafty than the others so sometimes they make it feel like it's a general information and you know the way it's delivered uh, but you know we, we all can use common knowledge i think up to a point up to a level each one of you can scan through this information and if you feel something is resonating with you and you want to keep it just keep it because mm -hmm. you know we don't know what's true or it's not we are all blindfolded completely Mm. Yes, I have lots of knowledge. That doesn't mean that I have the full knowledge. Yeah. Do you understand? Like yeah. you have crazy experiences. That doesn't mean that everyone will have the same crazy experiences. Mm. So just kind of just see how, <laughs> see you, how you feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. Exactly what but yeah. don't, but don't um... overanalyze it. Yeah. Overthink it. Don't try to put it in any um, brackets. Also, I think if you don't mind switching to kind of my experiences now for starseeds it's not always just about seeing beings and i generally find if you're more of a physical dimension uh, star um, seed at least that's how my perception now works then you will be more drawn to uh, alien ships alien existence or you will have those um, visions like you have with seeing beings and i find the ones who are more of ethereal nature will see more uh, like angelic looking beings mm. or they won't see aliens but they'll see different strange experiences or like colors will present themselves so it's quite interesting because perception works as well yeah uh, quite differently and of course then there are those of us who will experience um um existence in several dimensions simultaneously like obviously i have it a lot i had a funny one um once which um I was actually in bed about to go to sleep and then I realized that I was taken out of my body elsewhere but it wasn't quite taken out of my body it was exactly parallel existence I normally have it in my waking awakened state like I will walk about around do my stuff and then I'll know that I'm in a parallel um, dimension doing this stuff or talking to someone but this was a little bit different in a sense that uh, my body in this existence wasn't really doing much you know i was fully relaxed just in bed chilling and then i was in that existence and it was bizarre in a sense that i was in the house that was definitely not on this uh plane this dimension i couldn't say um which planet although i firmly believe it was probably earth related I was in the room and then uh, people around me were dressed and looked like they were, I wouldn't say maids, but they were the ones preparing 
silk sort of maids and they were dressed in very specific white outfits and it was almost like they were performing a cleansing ritual on me but it's not to help me like it wasn't at all for me and that's what I'm still questioning I don't feel like it was actually my existence I feel I was drawn into someone else's experience to witness what has happened some time ago mm-hmm. that's what I felt later because it was very strange in a way how um I felt different compared to my usual multidimensional experiences simultaneously I mean mm-hmm. so they would uh prepare some sort of bath but it wasn't quite a bath it was just the way I can describe it and let's say they were cleansing me and then they would put a different uh, robe on me and then they would open the doors for me to enter a bigger room where it was an event and I was a guest of honor and I was so fascinated with the fact that I could finally separate like Usually when I'm experiencing um, simultaneously different dimensions, I understand. Mm -hmm. Like, I know what they're talking about. Obviously, it's not human language, but there is a telepathic communication. I know exactly what they're saying, and I know exactly what you would be talking to me right now. But this time, I could listen. I mean, obviously, I heard them like they were next to me, basically next to my ear. I did not understand the language. Really? Yes. And I was so fascinated by it. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I have to explore it. So I, I deliberately forced myself to stand up from the bed to write it down. But unfortunately, that shook me out of the experiences. I only wrote the last few, you know, the chanting words. And I was trying to get back, but it was gone. I was like, no. Oh, wow. But it was, uh, yeah. So what, what, was, what, what were you hearing? Oh, yeah, what the words? Let me get them. One second. So it was a repetition? Yes. Well, they were were talking between themselves as well, but I didn't understand what it was. And the only reason I remember that, because they were chanting it, (laughs) I know. What? I kept chanting it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yes. And as I said before, don't Google it. I did Google it. Yeah, of <laughs> Couldn't course. find it. Couldn't of find course. anything. Yeah. But I do feel like it's actually related to something that has happened, maybe not necessarily on a physical level, but on some sort of plane dimension of the earth in um, the earth reality. Wow. Yeah. In in <laughs> in, in a sense in our I don't like to refer to time as this, whether it's the past or the future, but do you feel like it was a higher dimensional or a lower dense dimensional um, existence? Well, from what I could gather, because I actually managed to separate the Amachtur to separate, like decipher them. And what I found that Diu is the name of town in India that has this St. Paul's church, which I have a deity that comes to me as St. Paul's. St. Paul, sorry. So for me, that's a confirmation of sorts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm not saying the deity is St. Paul. It's the palette of energy it's using to communicate with me. Um, Now, Amar is a a maid in India again. Okay. Again, maids. You know, I've been surrounded by maids, right? Then Kushti, I couldn't find exact word, but what I found, it's... um, 
It's a sacred girdle worn by Zoroastrians around their waists. Zoroastrians? Okay, Zoroastrians are like really ancient uh, race of beings. And the thing is, for me, that was a sign because many people, when they meet me, if they are psychics and mediums, they will mention the word Zoroastrians. Like they'll relate me to them. Wow. So I was like, okay, right? And then I found Ur, which is the last one. And that's ancient Sumerian city formerly on the river Euphrates in southern Iraq, which was one of the oldest cities of Mesopotamia. When is that? What time period is that? Mesopotamia dating from the fourth millennium BC. Whoa. So it's uh, related to Babylonia. Yep. And Babylonia is roughly modern South Iraq now. So it's kind of all related to what's, you know, happening with us. And um, uh, what do they say? It's almost like the time of, okay, I know exactly how to phrase it. Like now is the time of a next spiritual awakening. And when there was a Rastrian Babylonia, there was yet another stage of further spiritual awakening. Do you understand? It's a parallel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why you were able to enter that reality ah, okay. we'll see that maybe yeah. maybe that's okay because it was such a parallel because like those those are closer to us at this point so it's okay. easier I, I don't know i don't know where this is coming from but like if that that period in time is closer yeah. to where we are yeah in our energetical evolution it's easier to hop to that one than it is to hop to somewhere else the similarity that is in the jump energy yeah because our frequencies are similar okay i don't know that just Popped cool. into my head. Oh, I will always listen to what pops into your head. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So How that's, exciting. Yeah, that's just random because normally I, uh, that was what completely baffled me. I always know what we are talking about with other beings, but this time I didn't understand the word. Next time you're, <laughs> next time you're there, if, if, if there is next time you're there or you're having a similar experience, what happens if you verbalize what you hear? Like if you start saying it out loud? I did. I did try. Did you? Yeah, yeah, because I was trying to write it down. And then when I looked at my writing, I realized that if, if you read it, it doesn't sound quite the way it sounded. So I was trying to, you know, pronounce it and yeah. adjusted my writing a little bit. And then I couldn't get back to that state, which if I'm in parallel realities, I can always get back. Mm. You see, unless I've done my mission, like what I need to witness. Yeah. I couldn't get back. So I start chanting, see if it's anything happened. No, nothing. That's so cool. Did you get any sense of who you were or, or who you were? Um, um, no, I was, I was literally, the reason I think I just tuned into some event because I did feel as an observer, observer, right? Like I wasn't the one who was a guest of honor. Okay. So, but you couldn't see them. I could see them all through the eyes of that guest of honor. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see the bigger room. I could see who was inside, but it was, um, I don't have memory actually of it now. I mean, I'm showing now different faces which actually don't look very human, but I don't want to tune in into that because I like that experience to be where it was because it obviously has a certain meaning than when it happened to me. Yeah. And if any information comes forward now, then, you know. It's, it's relevant to to, yeah. to now rather yeah, than yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah, well, it's really exciting because, you know, we don't, you see what's happening with our abilities. I mean, it's not yourself and myself. It's other people out there as well. We don't just learn that there are other beings. Like, we're expanding way too fast. We don't just learn there are 
other beings out there. We don't just learn there are other multi dimensions, right? We also learn we can like hop on and off to the other dimensions or we can just like tune into any other event. Mm -hmm. And that's actually really freaky because that means that all of the things that you do are going to be out there. Like you yeah. have to be so freaking responsible for your life. It's ridiculous. I didn't even think about the, the two-way kind of idea that you yeah, went yeah, to there yeah. or they could come to here yeah, yeah, to yeah. observe. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, you know, I always complain about this tuning into other conversations or yeah. like people I don't know, foreign languages I don't understand. And I know it's happening on Earth. I don't, on the Earth. I just don't know the time. I, I know rough idea of like it's now, this year's or then. But I know... Like at this stage, my understanding is they're kind of useless to me. It's more like attunement is happening with me on mm. some level. But what I'm trying to say, I am tuning into some random people's or sometimes my friends' dialogues. Like I can know, right? But I'm not the only one. I'm probably one of you who speaks about it. Mm. But imagine the other people can spy on us. It's just like... Oh, it's such a exciting... I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's mind-bending for me to to think of all that but it's also really exciting yeah because <laughs> it's like yeah it's it's our expansion of our awareness and our consciousness that is but it's, it's just, opening up more and it's more it's so big and sudden i mean it's really it does very seem quick. to be accelerating a lot more yeah very cool <laughs> very cool let's leave it there because that's yeah. a that's a what's the time yeah, perfect oh, cool. timing. Yeah, lovely, amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes, guys. See you next time. Speak soon. Bye. Bye.